Hey babe, you're gonna be a dad. And you're gonna be a mom. <laughs> what? Hi guys, I'm Angela Lanter. <laughs> and I'm Matt Lanter. So my husband Matt, you might recognize him from your TV screen, he's an actor. Yeah, and my smoking hot wife sitting next to me, you might recognize her off your computer screen, she's a blogger. Come along and experience this journey with us as we prepare to have our first kid. Yeah, to the dudes out there, this is scary stuff unprecedented territory i need your support and the moms i mean there's so much going on with our bodies and we're experiencing so many crazy things so i'm gonna tell you like it is that's true well we originally didn't even intend to release this podcast we just wanted to look back at it and have it as sort of like an audio yearbook but the more we thought about it we thought why not share this with the world hopefully y'all can learn with us laugh with us or maybe reminisce about your own pregnancy either way sit back relax and join us on Hello Bump. Hey, Bump. That's like the slang. Isn't it Bumpers? Well, I th- don't I say like Hello Bump usually? It depends on who you're talking to. Are you talking to my belly and saying Hello Bump? Or are you talking to the audience? No, the audience. Because this is like this, what They're I bumpers. do. bumpers. This is what I do. At the beginning of every episode, I say Hello Bump. Errs. Okay. <laughs> hey, Bumpers. <laughs> Welcome to uh, Hello Bump Podcast, week 31 of our pregnancy, episode number 25. Let's go. Let's do it. Hey, Angela. Hey, Matt. That's my wife. That's my husband. And we have a podcast called Hello Bump (laughs) because my wife is pregnant with our first kid. Got a little girl on the way little baby mm-hmm. so we are 31 weeks yes we are doing episode number 25 of the podcast that just seems crazy to me honestly i mean i knew we were gonna do it when we decided to do it but mm-hmm. golly it just seems like there's a lot of episodes we've done huh i guess so i mean it feels like the time has been flying by lately yeah, it has. What are you clicking away on on your computer there? I was, I was, you know, browsing the internet, the, I hope the it's, interweb. I hope it's bump related stuff. It wasn't. It was Christmas related stuff. I was trying to get an early start on Christmas. Okay. Well, maybe let's just focus on this <laughs> podcast. See, but I'm, I'm like the ultimate multitasker. You know that about me. I can do five things at once and still get them all done efficiently, which kind of drives you nuts about me. A little bit, a little bit, because it's a little hard for me to do that. Hey, let's talk about where our little baby is as far as size size, and everything that the apps tell us is going on this week. Right. She's as, you think you forgot last week, right? I think I might have. I yeah. Might have. Okay. She's 16 inches, 3.31 <clears throat> pounds. That's as, big. As big as an asparagus. Wait, we know that that's not accurate though. I know we're always a little last, ahead of these because last week we, she was already three and a half pounds, or two weeks ago. No, I know we're always ahead of these things, but that's <sighs> that's just what these things, on average, um, as big as asparagus, which is a really odd. These are these are the oddest comparisons, but it's like a it's like a bushel of asparagus. Do you know what I mean? Like when you go to the grocery store and you have a like a like a pack. Yeah, like a pack. Because they're always like rubber banded together. Yes, I think that's what she's about looks like okay okay eye development her her irises now react to light all five senses of are working oh gosh okay let's see uh she's getting smarter of course she is 
Uh, many moms to be find themselves acting absent-mindedly. Do you feel like you're doing that? I don't feel like you're doing that. No, but I, I mean, I talked about this last week about my lack of decision-making skills. Right, but that doesn't classify as, quote, pregnancy brain. And some people are saying that that's a proven thing, pregnancy brain. Mm-hmm. But then other, other people are just like, well... I hear it all the time. I know, but then other people are just kind of like, well, when else do you have as much going on in, in your life and as much to think about as... Well, as, and, and going on inside your body, too. Right. So there's a ton of stuff happening, and yeah. you got a lot in your mind, you know? Well, um, I don't... Like when I'm, I do something or say something dumb, then obviously I just automatically blame it on pregnancy brain. But overall, I don't really feel like I have that. I don't think so either. It also says not to remember, uh, remember not to push yourself too much. Yeah. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. Definitely take the breaks to rest. I don't rest. do that, do I? Not, not much. I'm you pretty need bad to be doing at that. Better. I know. You still don't exercise. Here's so my, what else is new? Here's my question about that for a second really quick. Everybody gets on me to get off my feet, prop them up, take a load off, relax. How do these moms do it who have like three kids and they're running around after the kids, but they're fully pregnant, you know, 33 weeks or whatever they are. How do they do it? They can't, they don't have the time to prop their legs up and all that stuff. I don't know. But then everybody just automatically tells me that that's what I need to be doing. And I'm like, that's not realistic for a lot of, of women, you know? I don't know. That's, I, I it's don't know. It's a good know. question. It is a good question. Uh, this is saying that we need to start prepping our pet for the baby. How do you do that? Well, you know what I read? I read that what you're supposed to do, or did you tell me this? That as soon as the baby's born, you like, if you can, hand the piece of clothing that your baby is in or the blanket or something that your baby has been wrapped in yeah. and hand it off to someone like mm-hmm. a friend or a family member who's in town that's mm-hmm. going back to your house. And you're supposed to take it and basically just, Give it to your dog. One of my blog readers actually sent that to me. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. That's really smart. Or your cat or whatever. And just take it to your dog and just put it down and let them sniff it and just leave it and kind of let them get used to the scent. Mm-hmm. So when you bring your baby home in a few days, the dog is not caught off guard and it, it recognizes the scent and it's like immediately um, disarming, I guess. Not that our dog probably needs that. And most people probably think the same way. Like, oh, my dog, my dog's cool. But I don't know. I don't. Could ease her into it. Yeah, yeah, I guess. But like our dog's not a weird dog. She doesn't really bite. I mean, she's never bitten anyone. She no. doesn't like she's not really aggressive. Not at she, all. She growls. But she loves kids. Loves kids. It's weird actually. I've never had a dog who loves kids as much as she does. Have you? I I don't think so. She growls a lot, but she's like she's all talk. But she growls at us. She doesn't growl at other people. Do you notice that? Like your friend Brooke, like she would never growl at him. Yeah, maybe. It's because she knows how much she can get away with with us. Is that it? I think so. But like, he's new <laughs> to her. So, and like, she's just trying maybe. to impress him. I think she thinks she's dating him though. Really? I mean, she's got a big crush on him. <laughs> Is that what's going on? I mean, that's what you tell me, that she loves him more than anybody. She seems to. Okay, so we have had quite a bit going on. Mm-hmm. I started work again. Yep. We had an ultrasound. Mm-hmm. Let's just talk about that for a second because the two coincide. They do. So it's, it's pretty frustrating. So we scheduled this ultrasound, <laughs> one of the last ones that that well, they told us it was the last one. They said it was the last one, which turns out maybe it's not. But here's the deal: we, we were know told it's not. we were told as the last one, 
Yeah. And definitely the last one that I could probably know that I could attend. We scheduled it for Friday. Because Friday? your job doesn't work like other people's jobs that you can just put in and say, hey, I need to be at this appointment on this day. It doesn't, it doesn't really work like that. Correct. Correct. For all those out there. Because you got to remember the people listening to this have no idea how your industry works. Oh, true. Basically, you go to work. I mean, unless you're vomiting, you go to work. Even then, you go to work and you vomit and then they send you home. <laughs> they send you home. There's no sick days in the industry. No, 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 no. At least not, not, not as an actor, I suppose. Because there's no like replacements or filling in or anything for it. It's me, hardcore. So. Yeah, I guess so. So we scheduled this ultrasound for Friday the 10th. I was supposed mm-hmm. to start work Monday, mm-hmm. the, what would that be, 13th. Mm-hmm. That was, that's been the start day this yeah. whole time. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden. So we like, scheduled everything up into that. It right. wasn't just this appointment, but literally everything that was going on in our lives. Right. And it because was, we knew that that was the time that we had. And it was technically supposed to be our, what they call 32 week ultrasound. Yeah. Well, we scheduled early because of that reason going back to work. So uh, they called up and they said, uh, you know what? We're actually going to <laughs> start early and you're going to work Friday. I just have Friday. to sit here and laugh because this is so like quintessential like for, yeah. for your work. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I, typical, I, I ended say. up going in early and I told them, I was like, hey, uh, I scheduled this ultrasound. Is there any possible way we could be done? Because we were doing like a bit of a half day thing uh, just to get a few scenes done early. And it worked out and I, I, I did my scene which I'm not going to say what the scene is, obviously. But I did the thing. Um, and then I was like looking at the clock. And in this particular scene, I had some prosthetics on. And usually, you know, you go back to the makeup trailer and take the prosthetics off. So you're mm-hmm. not going home with, you know, scars or limbs or whatever or it cuts is. Or or cuts blood or Whatever it is that you're wearing. But right when they yelled rap, I basically ran back to my trailer and Mm -hmm. just changed into my clothes and got out of there. And I got there with like a couple of minutes to spare. Matter of fact, I think I was sitting in the the lobby waiting for Angela. Because I Ubered there to meet you because we had somewhere to go after that. So Mm -hmm. for like two minutes, I think I was sitting in there. I I had prosthetics on and (laughs) my clothes covered them up and everything. So you couldn't see. But I, I had to take them off like later that night. Angela had to help me with some like oil type stuff yeah. that they gave me. So the it's Ben Nye. And unfortunately, and I'm not going to give too much away here because it'll give away the scene, but unfortunately, because of that particular sheen, scene you shot that day, you ended up getting totally sick. I got sick <sighs> again. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Anyway. Okay, so with the ultrasound, it was good. It was uneventful. Except I- for our, she's breached. She's breached. So, which well, means... You know what? I shouldn't say totally uneventful. Yes. that was a, There was a couple of things that we found out. Yeah. So, one is that she's breached. Mm-hmm. Two is that Angela has a different type of a shape of a placenta. Yeah. She's got like an extra... Pouch. Pouch on the placenta. That's the way she explained it to us. Okay. So, I actually looked this up. Oh, you did? Yeah. <laughs> you didn't I, tell me that you looked it up. I, I'd never heard of it before. I did. And I think... I think it's called a pl- placenta lobe. Really? Yeah, like a like a ec- you have an extra lobe on your placenta, and this is how the doctor explained it. That is basically just an extra, almost like if your placenta was not a circle, but it was more of a figure eight. Mm-hmm. But obviously, that let's just think of like the top portion of the figure eight of like as a very smaller eight loop. Yeah, like a, a very, small loop, a very and then a big loop. loop. 
So she's got this extra piece, and she said it's not really that big of a deal. It's not, I don't know if it's common. No, she said it's extremely rare. Well, I, I looked it up, and some other people were like, oh, yeah, I had this, I had this, I had this. So this is not, when you say extremely rare. Well, that's what the doctor said to us. Well, I'm seeing people on the What to Expect website talking okay. about it. So it's not, and if it is extremely rare, because keep in mind, okay, here's what, this is from 2015. So who knows? I might be looking at like three or four of these over the last five years. So like statistically speaking, maybe it is very rare. Mm -hmm. But these people are writing, you know, they do have an extra piece of placenta and everybody's doctor is saying it's not a big deal. Just the doctors have to note it. So when Angela gives birth, they know to look for that extra piece in case the piece gets detached from the bigger portion of the placenta um, because they got to get it out so it doesn't cause infection. Here's the thing. I don't trust that I actually have that. Why? Because the ultrasound tech who diagnosed that is the same ultrasound tech who di- who misdiagnosed the shape of my uterus. Remember? Oh yeah. She's she told the doctor that I had a was it is it bicoronary by whatever yeah, it, was it like is shaped like a heart. My that my uterus was shaped like a heart, and I told the doctor at the time I was like I know for a fact that you were my, like hell no and I. <laughs> I argued with them because I was like, I know for a fact that my uterus is not heart shaped. And then we went back in for another ultrasound and I was right. So I just, I just don't trust that that's necessarily what's going on. And I, I'm actually eager for another ultrasound to see if that's the case. However, going into this appointment, we were supposed, this was supposed to be our last ultrasound. That's what we were told. Right. Because she's breached, we now have more ultrasounds before delivery. We have two more, actually. Also, we found out that the baby was over four pounds. So she's a little bit on the bigger side. She's in the 70th percentile. Yes, but we knew that. We knew she was a little bit bigger already. We didn't know she was in 70th percentile. No, and I don't know how the percentile thing... I've never understood well, that. Well, I, I Googled it, and I understand it now. Don't like ask when, me to explain it to you. I, I'm going to need you to, because you know when people talk about education, they're like... Yes, your test, your scores are in the, you know, whatever, 80th percentile, 85th percentile. I never, I, you know, I just say like, awesome. Okay, That's so great. here, I, I, I Googled it, it. This is baby growth charts, okay? So I Googled it, and what I Googled was baby growth percentile so that we can figure that out. Okay, so you're, you're going to tell me how it works. Yeah. All right. I'm trying, there's apparently three different ways to look it up. Because oh, boy. You can do weight, height, or head size. Well, let's percentile. do weight because I think she was talking about weight. Yeah. Here, uh, I'm still looking. Okay. If a child's weight is at the 50th percentile line, that means that out of 100 normal children her age, 50 will be bigger than she is and 50 will be smaller than she is. So basically, when you line up everybody, 100 kids, all the exact same age, where she falls in line is how big she is. So she's so she's saying that, that basically like 69% or 70% of kids are going to be smaller than her? Mm-hmm. How is that possible? Because you and I were both small kids. You were a big baby. But I was a small kid. So it doesn't necessarily mean that's how she's going to grow up. That's just a baby. Yeah. I was a small baby. You were a big baby. She's taking after you. But based on the fact that I'm getting heartburn, I think she's going to have a lot of hair like me. So she's going to be she's going to be fat like me. She's going to have she's going to be fat with a lot of hair mm-hmm. and blue eyes. She's going to look like a little sumo wrestler. You I, think she's going to have blue eyes? I mean, we both have light eyes, so I can't imagine her coming out with brown eyes. 
All four of our parents have blue eyes. My dad's got hazel eyes. But they're light. Right. What color is hazel? I'm so confused. Green. I have green eyes. Nobody's ever told me I have hazel eyes. You sort of have like a little bit gray, 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 green, maybe. It depends on what I'm wearing. Sometimes you tell me I have blue eyes. Yeah. Yeah, your eyes do change. But people say that about everybody's eyes, don't they? Everyone's like, oh, yours are always blue. But they go, they're kind of like grayish blue. No, yours are always blue. Always, always. Okay. Okay. What else is happening? Wait, did we finish talking about the doctor? I mean, was that kind of it? What'd she say? About what part? Well, I mean, just like in general. And now that she's breached, well, we do need to, I guess, kind of like go into that a little bit. Well, let's explain what breach is for people who are possibly not pregnant and they're following along with us. Breach means that she's not in birthing position. Birthing position is head down. So I've read that at this point in pregnancy, 10 to 15% of babies are actually breached. It's kind of a smaller number when you think about it. I mean, that's it? That's it. 10 to 15%. And 3 to 4% of those out of the 10 to 15% at time of birth will not turn and they'll have to be delivered C-section. So even, you know, even a good portion of these people that are breached right now still will turn. Mm-hmm. I'm not concerned about this. Mm-hmm. I mean, nobody in our families have ever been breached everybody's been able to deliver except for i don't know what the reasoning for your sister's c-section was do you with the boys i don't but i i didn't she have like preeclampsia some pretty bad swelling she had i don't know she had some paralyzation in she her had face palsy, yeah and she she had twins and they were early so she had a lot of things going on she had everything working against her right um okay so b- basically birthing position is head down right if you're looking at me right now, if I'm looking down at my belly, her head is to the left of my belly button. Her butt is down like towards my vagina. And then her feet are up underneath my right rib. So she's making a V shape right now. And the past two ultrasounds, she's been in that position. So her little feet are up in your ribs. Yes. I know you said that last week that you were... Well, feeling, I kept telling you that. Tootsies in your ribs. I kept telling you that, and I, <laughs> but you haven't really gotten to feel it. But like, she'll take her feet and like do this motion. Maybe thing. she's moonwalking. Maybe. Maybe we should let her listen to some Michael Jackson, some Mike. I'm not kidding. She's doing it right now. She's moonwalking. She's she's tootsieing up in my ribs. So we need her to shift and get her head down in position. So our doctor wants me to start sleeping on my right side. The proper way to sleep during pregnancy is only on your left side because of blood flow. You can't sleep on your back. You can't sleep on your right side. You can't sleep on your stomach, obviously. They want you on your left side. I've pr- primarily been on my left. Well, that's the only side I've been left, sleeping on is my left side, but I've been waking up on my back. And I forgot to mention this last week, didn't I? That last week I was sleeping on my back and in the middle of the night like in sheer panic I woke up and sat straight up in bed because I couldn't breathe do you remember that night I do gosh I do remember that night is she dancing no but she can't really hear that you gotta put it near my belly hey baby listen this is some good music there she goes She's about to moonwalk. Ready? Do you feel it? Nope. Do you feel it? Nope. A little bit. She just moved right there. <laughs> yes. Uh, Baby's going to be moonwalking that's coming funny. out. All right. All right. 
What a great song. Okay, so listen. Yep. Do you remember that though? Yeah. I was, uh, I, what? I was sleeping on my left side. Okay. Middle of the night, woke up on my back, but then in the middle of the night, sat straight up in bed and couldn't breathe. Yeah, it was like a horror movie. I was like gasping. Well, it scared me because my cousin told me that that happened to her with her first baby. <laughs> And she woke up, sat straight up in bed, like literally choking, could not breathe, and vomited everywhere in the middle mm. of the night. And that's your—that's my worst fear, worst nightmare. <laughs> so, like, I'm do—I'm waking up, I can't breathe, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't throw up, I can't throw up. I didn't feel like I was gonna throw up, but now, I'm scared. What? What if you threw up like all over me? I would, I would be so embarrassed. Really? Yes. I mean, because. Now, I'm looking at your notes here that you made, and, and, and I see a note that says, my farts are back. <laughs> farts are different than vomit. Your note literally, quote, says, my farts are back. Super gassy. <laughs> I mean, you can vouch for that. And you'd be embarrassed if you vomited. Would you be embarrassed if you vomited on me? I don't know if I'd be embarrassed. I would feel bad that I did it. <laughs> I don't know about embarrassed. I think that you would end up laughing because if you vomited on me, I would end up vomiting on myself too. Oh, that's gross. I would probably vomit. And if I got it on you, I would probably laugh. It'd be like this. Because <laughs> then I'd end up puking on myself and then you'd end up laughing. Oh my gosh. It would immediately make me feel better oh, to gosh. see to see like you set off. Oh, I would at gosh. least be dry heaving at the very least. Oh, how are you going to get through baby vom? Spit up is no big deal. It's when she starts eating food and then vomits is what I don't know how I'm going to deal with. When does she start eating food? Uh, what, at what year? Like one? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, chances are you're going to see some vom. I know. You're going to clean it up. My sister's kids, they're like nine years old and they still vom. Only one of them. Why do I keep saying vom? I don't know, but only one of them. Is it Brody or Hudson? I think Brody voms a lot <laughs> <laughs> but he every time he goes to the dentist he pukes oh, what he yeah she was telling me that oh, i forgot about that uh -huh. poor poor guy every time he goes to the dentist oh because he's got he's got him. the he's the... got gag reflex oh my dad does the same thing my dad got <laughs> kicked out of a dentist one time because the hygienist was cleaning his teeth and she did something in the back of his mouth and he, his gag reflex went and he grabbed her arm and she kicked him out of the office your your dad got he's got some he's got some stories that i've heard a lot I, I i've heard him choking on a chicken bone so oh, much that's because he's got hiatal hernia it like ruined a family christmas right didn't you guys go to the, the fire station or something oh no that's he drove himself to the fire station once he had he was a chicken eating. bone in his throat yeah that wasn't a bone that was just chicken <laughs> just ch just regular chicken there's been multiple thanksgivings spent in the emergency room with my dad choking on turkey oh man i mean they there was like two in a row oh stan <laughs> <laughs> he uh, i mean like don't you you know my my weird nervous thing with people when they choke that i start laughing well when people get hurt in general you start laughing it's an it's an awful yeah, thing i, I mean you that. show you show your awful dark heart <laughs> but when people joke being. or choke i mean literally immediately i start i start giggling and i'm not finding it funny but it's a nervous reaction because do you know how many times i've had to call 911 or my mom's had to call 911 or something because of my dad choking like it's a real and it makes me so nervous so wait when you're calling not like reenact the 911 call for me <laughs> let's just say let's just say uh, your dad he's choking here's the thing hello he would go lock himself in the bathroom 
and he you would hear him pounding himself on the chest and he couldn't answer us and we would call 911 and then he'd squeak out a no don't do that but he's pounding himself on the chest like that you know okay oh my gosh here we, here we go ready no beep boop 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 beep boop boop uh yeah hello 911 what's your emergency I'm not doing this with you right now. Uh, what was that? What, what was your address? I can't hear you. You're laughing. <laughs> Ma'am. I didn't laugh. Is this a joke? Why are you laughing? The laughing thing came as an adult. I didn't used to do that. You you clearly got some issues. I can't help it. We really need, you, know what, help you know what I'm getting you for Christmas? What? Therapy. <laughs> therapy sessions. I need therapy to learn how to deal with you. <laughs> hey, uh, remember last week how you wrote down that you... Jeez, puberty <laughs> over there. Puberty here. Remember last week you wrote down that, that I was getting on your nerves. This is a great example. I'm just wondering. I don't see it in your in your notes this week, so I'm I'm guessing that. Uh, well, you were highly offended last week when I said that. I so, but I wasn't offended. I wasn't offended. <laughs> I annoy myself. You wanted ex- you wanted like crisp examples of your annoyances to me, and I couldn't give them to you. Yeah. Okay. Hey, back to the breach, though. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So we 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 think we're good. I'm not. So concerned. I switched over to my right side, sleeping on my right side. Okay. She also wants me to start acupuncture, so I've got that scheduled for next week. Um, gonna try that now. And she also suggested massage. Now, what about this the smoke stuff? Moxa. Now, who who told you about this? My dental hygienist. Remember, we talked about that with a couple episodes ago. But it was... we've, we, we we've not done it yet. Well, I have to, hopefully the acupuncturist is going to be able to give that give to us. Give these things? I don't think it's something that you can go out and buy. I mean, if it, I haven't done my research. I mean, I looked it up and I, I, I read what it is and it's, it's incense and it's has something okay. to do with the toes. Okay. But that's the, my extent of knowledge. So I'm going to ask the acupuncturist about it. I can't wait to stick these things in your toes and light them up. They described them as herbal cigarettes is what they described them All as. Right. Let's, uh. I mean, maybe she won't even give them to me. I don't know. Like I said, again, I'm not concerned. I think the baby's going to turn. We're going to do everything we can. The doctor did say, because Angela does not want a C-section. And she very much told the doctor there, you know, I don't want a C-section. One of your big reasons for not wanting a C-section is, well, it's kind of twofold, right? I mean, one is... You've had so many surgeries for your endometriosis that Mm -hmm. you have quite a bit of scar tissue. You don't want more scar tissue. Look, if I hadn't had these laparoscopies in the past, I wouldn't be scared of a C-section. I I felt that possibly the laparoscopies potentially hindered us from getting pregnant in the first place because it's just putting so much scar tissue into my body. Right. So... The doctor, when I said I don't want a, a C-section, she's like, oh, oh, it's it's not a big deal. You know, I do them all the time. And then I, I said, well, I've had two surgeries for endometriosis. I don't want the additional scar tissue. She goes, yes, I totally agree with you. And here's why. That scar tissue can cause all kinds of problems down the road for you, such as chronic constipation, more issues getting pregnant in the future. She went down a whole list. And I don't know if you remember her saying that to me. But she went through a list of the different things that potentially the scar tissue could cause issues with. And so (laughs) I'm hearing that and I'm like, okay, well, this isn't going to help me anymore because now if I end up having to have a C-section, I'm going to end up being devastated over it because I'm going to be scared to death that I'm going to have chronic constipation. And 
not be able to get pregnant again and all this stuff. Not what you want. So not to mention also just the longer recovery time. Yeah, I don't want that. We live in a two-story house. I don't want to have to go up, not be able to go upstairs to my bedroom. You, you had told me that you can't climb stairs for... Somebody how? told me it was six weeks. That's, I mean, that can't be. Come on. Well, did your sister have stairs when she went through this? Uh, Yes. I wonder how she navigated that. I don't know. We should ask her. Yeah, we'll have to ask her. I mean, I can't imagine that. That's what somebody told me. I don't know if that's accurate or not. I should do my research I mean, before what, I put that out there. What do we do? Like move our entire room downstairs? I think so. That's nuts. I know. I know. All right. Well, we're going to keep praying for this baby to turn and we're going to light some some herbal essences in your toes. And... <laughs> we're going to get some shampoo and conditioner and <laughs> yeah. light it in my toes. Yeah, exactly. We'll keep you all abreast yeah. on that situation. Speaking of breast, your uh, your boobs are still leaking. I think that that's just going to be how it goes From now. Here on out. I guess so. Yeah. But they're Alls- not like leaking bad, just a little bit here and there. Yeah. Do you remember the other day I showed you my bra though? And on the inside of the cup, it had like little dots all over the place as if it leaked and, but like, yeah, like that. <laughs> that's a good sign though, I suppose. I hope so. I hope that means that I'm not going to have a problem with my supply. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, we, it being mid Thanksgiving, and Angela Coming up and I, to Thanksgiving, you mean? Uh, what is I'm sorry, mid-Thanksgiving? I meant mid-November. Coming up to Thanksgiving and Christmas, me and Angela are huge Christmas fans. Yeah. We love the holidays. And uh, we went to this Christmas store here in LA that's got like all kinds of Christmas stuff already mm-hmm. with trees and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Number one, I think it's just because we wanted to go and, and get fun stuff. But I think we're going to blame it that... We're decorating a little early in case the baby comes. So I think we really want to get on the whole decorating thing just early and be done with it. I mean, our moms are coming out in in early December. Your dad's coming for Thanksgiving. And my dad's coming for Thanksgiving. And I wanted to do like this hybrid of like Thanksgiving meets Christmas for your dad to be able to see the house. Yeah. And I kind of also didn't really want to spend his time here, us decorating the house. Right, right. And then also it's just once we get into December, again, your your our moms are gonna be here for the first week and then after that it's like, you know, you're you're gonna be getting bigger and I'm gonna be working and there's not gonna be you're not gonna feel like it. So we're just trying to get some stuff done now. I already um, bought my first Christmas present this week for you. You did? What is it? Remember we went to Nordstrom and I well, I bought you that really soft, cozy Yes jacket and i fully intended on waiting to give it to you for thanks or for christmas i can't talk either and i got in the car and i gave it to you but i i did buy two other things for you that i have not given to you yet i'm a sucker for soft yeah you are if it's like soft clothes that's why nine times out of ten if i'm not working or i'm not at an event you can you can find me in like under armor and nike Nike, always because like just like Uh. the mesh shorts or like team shorts or team t-shirts or something Mm -hmm. like that because that's what I live in. It's true. People, it's true. So I'm a sucker for soft. So Angela got me this like super soft sweatshirt thing. It was like It's furry. a jacket that zips up. Oh man, it's great. It's, wanna, it's Nordstrom brand. I want to rub my face in it. It feels like. It feels like heaven. Like Ugg or something. It feels like a cloud. <laughs> That's like how you said that, like a 50s commercial. <laughs> uh, okay, what else? What else? What else? You had another dentist appointment. Mm. Yeah, but nothing. Nothing really happened. Dramatic. Right? It was just check up on my Invisalign. So your 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 gums were good though, because your gums were a problem. This was not a dentist appointment. This was an Invisalign checkup. 
so they didn't i didn't oh, see the didn't hygienist or, no i didn't gotcha. um which by the way i really need to put together a recap of my invisalign journey we haven't done a great job of like documenting that but i know people really want to know if it's worth the money and everything like that yeah yeah that'd, that'd be that. a good youtube video for you um one thing that we did this week is or we're trying to figure out this week is the second refrigerator thing well we ordered a refrigerator it was the debacle figuring out do we want the freezer or the refrigerator and we just ended up doing the the, the refrigerator like with the, the top and bottom top. yeah what are those called it's just called top to top freezer refrigerator instead of a side by side yeah i mean there's some of the they're like kind of they're cheaper and yeah. I've always had a second fridge in a, a couple of houses that I've had and growing up we had one so it just makes sense so we just went ahead and did that and thankfully it's going to get here before Thanksgiving so we'll have a place to put yeah. the turkey and all that yep did that on purpose so we got this refrigerator freezer thing on order what is the what is the thing as far as like freezing breast milk or refrigerating breast milk what you can you, you can freeze breast milk for like six months or something I think it's up to a year how are you freezing breast milk for a year I think it's up to a year. I mean, well, my question I don't know. is... Don't listen to me. I've never done this before. My question is, like, how much breast milk are you going to be producing? Or just, I guess, on average, does a woman produce? I mean, what do you... How are these people... How are people storing breast milk for up to a year down the road? Like, what in the world? Are they just constantly spewing gallons of milk? I think like, you'd be surprised. Really? I think so. I mean, like, I think that some women get good supplies and they're able to just really stockpile it for when they're at work or when they return to work. Whatever it is. And the, there's, I've had quite a few women uh, comment on like social media or whatever that they were able to donate their leftover breast milk to... Leftover breast milk? What yeah. is this, Thanksgiving? I guess so. But to like NICU? Here's what I don't know. Because... But did I tell you about this, by the way, about the NICU situation that some what? some babies are born preemie and the moms, because it's so early, are unable to produce the milk. So they those babies depend on... The donations of breast milk from other women so that's a situation in which women would donate their excess that's very kind i mean those i i especially um sid what's her name sydney from eric eric and jesse yeah, yeah we love that show eric and jesse james decker her sister gave birth wasn't it at 24 weeks i don't know it was really really early so that's i've been following that journey as closely as i could for as much as she's been posting about it mm -hmm. which isn't a ton but whatever she posts i'm immediately on it and i'm always showing it to you and so that's really like opened my eyes to what nicu can be and like that journey especially at the 24 weeker oh my gosh it's crazy hey, well let me, let me ask you this i have no context and i'm about to sound really naive and, and, and possibly pretty stupid but if we're talking about freezing breast milk for like months and years that means you got quite a bit of breast milk Okay, is it like the amount of pee that you have? Like, can you squirt as much breast milk as you can pee? Like, if you drink a ton of water, do you have more breast milk? Cezanne told me that she went to a breastfeeding class, and every session of nursing, you burn 500 calories, is what she told me. That's crazy. I don't know if... I've never heard that anywhere else. I don't know if she was confused and it's 500 calories a day that you burn. I mean, screw getting on a treadmill, right? Well, that's why they say that when you nurse, the weight comes right off of you. How is that pot? How do you burn 500 calories? They say that... I've also... I have read in certain places that your calorie intake needs to be higher when nursing than it does when you're pregnant in order to keep your milk 
going and that you need to do things like eat red meat you need to have like a big old juicy burger sometimes like you have to keep your calorie content like high wow okay well i guess we'll see yeah i mean god willing right i sure hope so my mom was able to nurse me so i'm i'm hopeful that i will be able to yeah yeah one other little symptom thing that you've kind of been experiencing is besides my farts yeah, besides besides my farts are back <laughs> is um heartburn you've been getting some pretty oh. bad heartburn lately i think it's just i think it's starting okay you know so i have a story to go along with that the other night you and i went and got we're on our way home and i had a hankering for some french fries i got a hankering for some fries specifically there's this restaurant here in la that we were by and i was like i have to have it and they were curly fries so i ran in you got gas got my curly fries and I got my dessert. I got gasoline or I got gas? I got petrol. <laughs> You're the only person I know who calls it gasoline. You literally never say, I'm going to go get gas. You're like, I need to go get gasoline. My dad always said like petroleum or petrol. Did he really? Yeah, I think it was like he like wanted to like be funny, you know? Like we're on family trips and he was like, got to stop for some petrol. Oh, jeez. You know? <laughs> That's such a dad joke or a dad thing to say. I feel like every time you have a hankering to say something like that, you need to remember. I feel like every time you want to, you have a hankering to say the word hankering, you need to remember that that's like, I don't know where that's from. Craving, whatever. Hey, I have a quick story about petrol and gas. Let's marry the two here since we're talking about getting gas. (laughs) I remember so specifically, we were on a family trip and I was like eight, you know, maybe eight years, maybe not even eight years old. So it was really, really funny to me. And I, I'm assuming they did it on purpose. It was a gas station, like a big, big, huge gas station that you could see from the highway. And it had a huge billboard sign. You know, it was like an all-in-one. It had some food there. It had gasoline. You could stop. It was like a rest area. Huge billboard sign. Like a Loves? I don't know what that. I don't know what that is. Really? You don't know what Loves is? I do not. What is that? Is like, that, a, that an Ohio thing? No, it's not an Ohio thing. I'd always see it when we did road trips, like in the south. So I remember specifically, it said, the billboard said, eat our food and get gas. (laughs) I was like, I remember that to this day. That's how immature I am. That I remember that just made my year. That's so ridiculous. (laughs) Honestly. But do you think they were doing it on purpose? Yes. It's like when you see a billboard and something's like so obviously misspelled. They do that to get your attention. Yeah. It got my attention. Although of I was, it did, you know, because I was, you're a guy. Well, I was eight years old and I, and I couldn't stop And you're like, <laughs> oh, I was the greatest. Oh my gosh. Anyway. Okay. What were you going to say? I was saying that I went, I went to one of our favorite little spots to grab some fries, got yeah, some curly fries, right. I got some cheesecake. Okay. Um, I don't remember what I had for dinner that night. That wasn't the dinner. I had it in conjunction with our dinner, but I don't remember what we had. But I specifically, I just had to have these fries with dinner. But that's beside the point. When I went to bed that night, I literally thought I was going to breathe fire. Do you understand the meaning of the word literally? Yes. I felt as though there were flames in the back of my throat. I've never experienced heartburn like this before in my life. And I doubt that you have. It's It was like... It was that bad. I felt like there was a match burning in the back of my throat. It was so bad. And you gave me a Zantac 150. Yeah. Didn't touch it. 
Usually Zantac 150 knocks it out. Did not help me. Wow. I sat up till probably 3.30 in the morning while you slept next to me. You're just snoring away and I'm just breathing fire. Is that the same night that I woke you up poking you in the face? <laughs> I feel like I've been doing a lot of these things lately to you. I was poking your your body earlier, like last week or something, but this week specifically, I woke up and I was poking your face. You're always Do you remember doing that? something in your sleep. It very well could have been that night, but that, that led to a very bad next day because I got like no sleep. Yeah. Essentially. Right. <sighs> Sorry about that. <laughs> I meant the heartburn. I wasn't blaming you. Okay. Uh, also, one other thing. You went to your friend Jesse's uh, baby shower. Oh, how yeah. Was, how was I that? How it was, was very that? good. It was good. Was it similar to yours in Ohio or what? It was outdoors. Okay. It was uh, hosted at her family's house and it was really beautiful. Everything was very pink and gold. And so, yeah, the color scheme was very much like mine in Ohio. But um, it was it was out on like a patio and there was a ton of girls that I knew there just from the blogging world. And it was just really classy and pretty and well done, you know. Okay. Well, that's cool. And the weather was perfect. Good. All right. Well, is there anything else that we missed or that we wanted, well, I wanted to... to chat about? Core blood. Oh, yeah. Talk yeah. about the core blood for me. So, well, I don't know anything about it to really talk about it. I guess I'm kind of like having this conversation, like this opening this dialogue because I feel like people can tweet us or chime in on social media with us because we just really don't have any idea. We haven't done our research. But the last time we went to the doctor's appointment, uh, she gave us pamphlets. Not this not this appointment, but the appointment before that. And it was about cord blood blanking. Cord blood banking. It's hard to say. Say that fast. Cord blood banking. Cord blood banking. Cord blood banking. Oh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I, she sent us home with these pamphlets and I never even opened them. Did you? I don't think you did either. I didn't. I did look a little bit of this stuff up kind of sort of quickly on the internet. Oh, you did? Yeah. And a lot of what I was seeing was for the most part is people don't really do it. It's expensive. It's very expensive. Number one. Number two, it, you know, you're, you're kind of paying all of this money for a kind of a a just-in-case kind of a scenario in case there's some sort of a blood thing, you know, for your kid in the future. They say possibly it could help you or, like, one of the parents, actually, or immediate family, but... Like, what what does that help with, though? Do you have any scenarios? Um, You know, just like... I did not look this up at all. I, I can't remember, honestly, but I think it was all kinds of different things like... uh um, just like like blood stuff going, but if you have blood poisoning, if like maybe it's like a whole kidney failure thing, stuff like that too. I could be completely lying right now, but there's a few things they said like it could help, but it could aid in 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 helping and healing uh, things. Okay, but just it seemed the general consensus from what I was finding is that people don't really do it. Doesn't it cost like a thousand dollars? It's like a thousand or a couple thousand to do it, and then every I want to say it's all. It might be like every month. I think it's like 70 or or $100 wow. to store it. That's expensive. I know because they have they keep it in like, a, like you know, a deep medical freezer or whatever. It's like a Vespa payment. That's <laughs> <laughs> so random. <laughs> but yeah, I guess. Wait, a Vespa payment? Yeah, like 100 bucks a month. We didn't even we didn't we didn't pay monthly for our, our Vespa. We don't have a Vespa, but we had a scooter. And I remember when we well, went to buy it, was, if we financed it, it would be like $75 a month. 
That's why I yeah, that number I, came up. I think we I think it was like thirteen or fifteen hundred dollars for the whole scooter. It wasn't that much, but uh, you know we, we should look more into that because I know our doctors kind of gonna put us on the spot and say like, what do you want to do here? We need to we need to figure that out. We got a lot of things to figure out. <laughs> Top of that list is the nursery. I still have not made oh. any moves on that. Still not feeling confident in myself. We have a crib, we have a bassinet, yeah. and we have a changing table. That is it, yo. But we got a lot more to figure out. So We ordered a bed for the guest room. That's true. So that's like a big check off the list once that arrives. That's just a home thing. That's got nothing to do with the baby thing, though. No, but our moms are coming in December. We have to have that second true. bed. Or I might be sleeping in that second bed a little bit, too. I mean, that's actually more, like more priority than the nursery is because we have people coming. True. So. True. Well, we got a lot to figure out, and uh, <laughs> we, we don't have we don't have that much more time. Uh, but we got a lot of research we got to do. But uh, in the meantime, oh, um, you're gonna make my eye twitch. <laughs> here we go. All right. Well, uh, in the meantime, we're gonna go ahead and surf into this next week, and uh, and then after this week, we'll come back to you with a recap of everything that's been going on. Yeah. So uh, hey, thanks for tuning in. We love you guys, and uh, thanks for coming on this journey with us. And we will be back next week on Hello Bump. Oh, that was good. That was good. That was good. That was good. <laughs> it's going to be episode 26 next week, so we'll see you then. Bye, guys. Bye.